Hi families, welcome to this episode. Before we get started, I wanted to take a second to tell you about Gab Wireless. They are the creators of the world's safest phones for kids ages four and up. Now I'm speaking as a parent who has had to deal with making the decision of whether or not to get my kids cell phones. So I highly recommend that before you buy your child a cell phone, do yourself a favor and look into Gab's devices. They are the perfect alternative to fully loaded smartphones and they include everything that your child needs to stay connected to you, minus the distraction and risks like social media and the internet. Plus, I can personally attest to how nice it is to talk to my children on their own devices instead of having to go through my ex. (laughs) Um, For example, my older daughter, who's around 12, has the Premium Plus phone now, uh, and my youngest, who is six, has the watch, which she's had for a couple of years, and they call me whenever they need me and send me texts whenever they need me. So it's been really, really awesome for us. Um, Not to mention how super affordable Gab's devices and accessories and calling plans are. So if you're in the market for a phone for your child, go to Gab Wireless, that's G-A-B-B wireless.com, and at least comparison shop, right? No harm, no foul. Um, and if you decide to shop and get something, you can get an exclusive discount just for being an, a listener if you use our promo code. And that code is CoParent. See, easy to remember. C O P A R E N T, CoParent. Um, so feel free to use it. And if you become a proud Gab parent, don't forget to tag us on social media. (laughs) Hi, this is Rosalie Farnsworth, and you're listening to The Co-Parenting Collective. Hello, co-parents. I just wanted to let you know that this episode is going to be a little bit different in that I am actually being interviewed um, by one of my favorite no-nonsense divorce coaches, Olga Nadal. And she hosted me on her expert panel for her Facebook community, Divorce for Love, um, and then sent me this episode. Uh, So I wanted to share it with you guys. Um, Olga is from my homeland, Hawaii, and she is a certified divorce coach who teaches men and women from around the world how to have a better divorce experience. Um, I really enjoyed sitting down with her to chat. Um, you'll, you'll hear that. We have a little bit of fun. Um, and we just talk about our respective experiences and why co-parenting is so important for both of us um, in respects to just our own mental health and our family's health and our children's well-being. So I hope you enjoyed as much as I enjoyed making it. Uh, let's get started. Hello, everybody. I am so happy to introduce you to an expert in co-parenting. I actually think she's the expert. She is the founder of the Co-Parenting Collective, Rosalie, beautiful human who has been an inspiration in my journey when you're at the beginning of the divorce and you're sort of terrified of how am I going to do this parenting, co-parenting, parallel parenting, all the options out there. And I remember looking at her, at her page and going like, oh, here is a model we don't talk about. 
And um, I am so happy to introduce you all to Rosalie and she's gonna tell us everything that she's learned about co-parenting, all the steps to facilitate this arrangement. <laughs> and, um, and yeah, we'll, we'll open up with uh, Rosalie. Thank you so much. Hi everyone. Uh, it's nice to see everyone sort of through this, this uh, angle and I adore Olga and her message and we're so in sync about what it takes, how to get there. And we, I think we, right, we both have had enough of the nonsense, like all the stuff that goes around that puts fear in divorcing couples. It's, it's just wrong to do. I mean, these are, this is a high stakes game, right? Whether you stay married or not, it's a high stakes game of raising children. And so um, my whole mission was just to get the facts straight. Let everybody know what is really, 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 really possible. When you have children, you have the rest of their lives to go. And then, you know, if you get it right, you can still be grandparents together. I better stop now because I'll go on and on and on about it. <laughs> I wouldn't go on and on and on because... I could. I really could. And we were saying at the beginning before we started recording that the conversation has had the volume way too high on all the negatives of co-parenting. Mm -hmm. And I sometimes look at the people who tend to criticize and judge us for choosing divorce and co-parenting. And I sometimes look at their own parenting within their marriage and go, wait a minute, you're doing what I call the tag parenting, which is when you've got into that stage in the marriage where really you should separate, you should go separate ways, but you're staying for the kids, for finances, whatever reasons, but you're doing mm -hmm. tag parenting where you take the kids here, I'll take them after, you don't interact, it's just like, you go this way, I go this way, then we'll have a big blow up when we have to agree on anything. And we were saying, I, there's a part of me that absolutely loves co-parenting because I get to do 100% of the things that I wanna do when the kids are on my, on my, in my turf, like I call it, you know? Yeah. And you don't have to agree with another person, if you don't want to, I mean, there is different styles of co-parenting, parallel parenting, but you do have that sense of there is good in this. So if you can tell us what are the good things in your experience that already exist about co-parenting. I'm a mom of three. My son, who's the oldest, um, he was co-parented his entire life. So his dad and I split up when he was five months old. You know, a lot of people that talk in this space these days might have rubber stamped my ex as a narcissist. Now, if I had done that, and believe me, I had my, <laughs> I had times where I'm like, that MF -er, you're such a, and this will never work. It's going to be a nightmare. I used to, it was so much dread. I'm like, this is never going to work. It's going to be a nightmare. And we're going to fight until our son, you know, turns 18. That was, I was there 20 years ago, all 1 billion percent normal to feel that way. And you should feel that and you should feel it so you can process it. But the key is to focus on you, not your ex. So once you're, you guys are done and your romance is over, then you have to switch. That's the key is to switch over to the children. How can I now be the best parent I can be to these kids? And that can take you where you wanna go in co-parenting. Falling back in love with yourself, 
which we should all do. <laughs> I think we should all marry ourselves and have open relationship. No, but, <laughs> but anyway. Other other people, right? Right? <laughs> well, that's just, why my company is called Divorce for Love. It's like this yeah. time you marry for love, love and you're for yourself. For love. you love yourself and your children, yes. Mm-hmm. To answer your question from before, because I could, like I said, I could go on and on. But I, so I started from a really bad place um, with my son's father. So we had a court ordered custody agreement, which we stuck to for the better part of a year because we needed it. We needed the space and we needed that structure. Um, but I think the space allowed us, you know, allowed the dust to settle. Um, some people, it takes less time. Um, I feel like within six months, I was starting to feel a little better about everything. And then the second year came around and it got a little easier and we ended up saying friendly things to each other sometimes at drop off or, and it was more, not about us. It was more about what our son was doing, the cute things he was doing now, what words he was saying and what he was doing while I was working and, you know, or when he went over to his grandparents' house or, you know, stuff like little things. And then it just sort of started to build from there. And for me, it was a matter of trust. So I didn't want to listen to him make comments about me or degrade me in any way. So, you know, if that, that wasn't happening. So I felt like I could allow him in a little bit more and a little bit more, literally in like specs, you know, you shake pepper, like a pepper speck. It was like, that's like, um, and then our, when our son signed up for T-ball when he was about four years old, um, then it really took off. Um, now we have, we, now we don't have a baby. We have a toddler, three, four years old. Um, it's cute getting in his little uniforms and his dad decided to coach and I went there, you know, I'd be there for every little game and stuff like that. And then afterwards we started like, didn't he do so good? And we were both so excited for him. And this was like a new, he hit a new milestone. He's in a sport. And, um, so we just started to connect that way. And it progressed. Then there was more conversation. And then it made like, then we had to go to school and we were discussing where he was going to go to school. And it went from there. So I guess this is the long way of me saying that you can start in a really ugly place with someone you think is a narcissist. And you can come back and reconnect. But I do think that it's super, super important to give yourself the space and I want people to know that because sometimes we think okay we're divorced but we still have these kids so I still want to like I they still want to be in each other's faces but that is not it we can't be doing that we have to give you have to let the like I said let the dust settle and it is it's stirs up the divorce stirs up a lot of things doesn't it it does, and but I love that you made the distinction. The divorce is a process, and I know that we all get stuck there. It's like mm-hmm. a quicksand that if we don't move fast through it, we just sort of get swallowed up. There are consequences to how the divorce is handled, but then there is this other journey. So to me, it's the divorce journey. That's mm-hmm. one trip, and it can get like a roller coaster if you don't have the right guidance. Yes. Then there is the co-parenting journey, and that can be like, I love what you said about even grandchildren. We can be grandparents. Yeah. 
we won't be driving in the same car and living in the same car, but we can be there for our children. Mm -hmm. And I have seen this with my clients where same thing, no matter where you start from, it could be the most chaotic, the most confrontational marriage. And I said, I don't care what your marriage was like. Now you're mm-hmm. going to get divorced. Set a new ground rule. Say mm-hmm. like from now on, this is how we're going to be treating each other. And then co-parenting is another journey where you may start in one position, but hey, you're going to be moving. And it's like, you know, those, those air, airplanes that they don't have a destination and they're heading straight towards it. They're always readjusting, readjusting, readjusting. Mm-hmm. So to me, it's very important that people know the process, okay? And they know that you can start how you said it. And I want to give people a little um, mind twist. You can start the other way. And I'm going to tell you about my experiences. We started the other way. We started absolutely terrifically fantastic. I mean, like we went to have drinks when we picked up our, our divorce papers. Mm-hmm. We had the best divorce ever. We were going to be the co-parents that, I mean, there was going to be a TV show done about us. And we literally... <laughs> live next door to each other we build another house so we could be next door to each other it was all fantastic we went on a skin holidays that's when i was saying like that to me was my ideal co-parenting skin holidays together the kids could walk back and forth any minute we will discuss everything so hey how are we doing for video games what are we doing with phones everything and we will spend the holidays together it was always a tradition Mm-hmm. And then a third person comes along and this third person, which is his wife, does not agree with any of this. And this is where we have to bring our human spirit into it and say, which I have to tell you, for me, thank goodness I have all my coaching certification <laughs> and I'm teaching in this space. Yourself, right? <laughs> I'm teaching what I'm preaching. So I had to go, oh, well, this is a challenge here. Yes. And I felt how my whole co-parenting beginning was going to be very different to how it was going to evolve. Now, I still had a choice. Do I want to go to war? Do I want to put my ego before my children's uh, needs? Do I want to create conflict when I knew that there are ways to avoid it? And when I was confronted with, yes, uh, Thanksgiving this year is going to be either your house or my house, and I say, you know what, let's just make it easier on everybody. I won't be around. I'll just go, I'll just be in Austin. So I explained to my children that I had a trip coming up and right. I don't have to tell my children, well, this is because this person, no. what, who am I going to say? So that? You moving? Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, but I could, I, I could have made a very different decision and I could have created this spiral of hatred and animosity. Whereas in my opinion, it's what is important. My children's yeah. happiness. My relationship with him, oh, it turns out that it has to change. Okay, I can yeah. do that. And, and you've done it before. Because you're divorced. So what's another, what's, you know, I think people forget how beautiful it is to be human and be able to make these kind of changes almost instantaneously because what other species has a choice to live some other, like, can you, like, does an elephant choose, like, well, I want to be a shark today. I'm just going to go down to the ocean. Guys, I'll, I'll catch you later. I don't like being an elephant anymore. This is terrible. Let me go. No, we have that ability. And I think that we take it for granted. We can adapt. It, we will not die. You won't die from breaking up with somebody. And not for nothing, I, I teach this to my children as well. I want to teach them, look, 
marriage is a funny thing, right? You have to do it to know if you're good at it. And parenting, <laughs> parenting is the same effing thing. You have to have the kid, you can't sit on the outside lines go, mm, yeah, that, that's not gonna work. No, you have to have the kid and then figure out whether you're good at it. What other way is there? I don't know any other, do you know any other way? So it goes to reason that you're going to get it wrong sometimes. And that's okay, right? You didn't just stand up as a baby and just start running marathons. No, that's not how it works. So there's a very, something very, very extraordinary and beautiful that we need to recognize in ourselves that you aren't going to die because someone doesn't love you anymore. You're not going to die because your husband couldn't keep his, you know what, in his pants. You're not going to die because your ex meets someone new. Because guess what? You probably will too. And the goal should be to send children out into the world that know not only how to have relationships, but also how to end relationships. That, that is my personal belief. That's how I raise my own children. And that's why I co-parent the way that I do, because I want them to see what's possible. So. Because it, isn't it interesting that about anything else in their lives, we will teach them, look, if it doesn't feel good, you know, exactly. live it. Like if you're in a work environment that's destroying you, don't stay there. You live in a place that, but when it comes to this one particular situation where we sign a paper, and even though we are legally allowed to dissolve that contract, we still put all these other BS, in my opinion, and say, no, we can't do that. Whereas as women stepping up and saying, actually, you can do that, and this is how you do it, and hey, for me, it's about how do you handle the obstacles? It's not about I am going to remove every single obstacle for you, my dear child. I'm going to spend my life with a shield in front of you going like, give it to me. That's I don't hard. want to. Does that make me a bad mom? <laughs> I don't want to shield them from everything. You're a realistic mom. Like, can, yeah. you, can you really imagine your children in university with you running behind him going like, oh, wait, hold on. Don't talk to this person. She's toxic. No, you just go by the way, by the way, my, my son's father is, is that parent, like has to be in the thing, telling all the stuff, da, 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 da. But I, and I laugh because I say, you know what? You are born with, a, you have this baby and the genes are whatever the genes are. And you, it's amazing what actually comes through the genes, hand expressions, facial expression, tone of voice, style of, forget it. I, that's another, that's another chat. But anyway, so you have to take this little genetic ball of wonder and discover who this person is. But I say, but I say, you know, his dad is who his dad is. And for all the things that don't work for me as a person that didn't work for me as a person with him, you know, he's a, he's a good dad for him to have. He was a good dad for my son. And Thank goodness he also had me and still, you know, still has me because I took the edge off all the things that maybe I don't agree with. You know, what I wouldn't be as a parent doesn't mean that that's not right for my kid who is a genetic combination of both of us.
And we have to accept that. I think that people have a hard time. They're like, no, 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 this is my kid. You know, breasts and a womb don't make you a parent. And, you know, sperm doesn't make you a parent. You know, you have to really look at the baby and consider who they are. Like, what does this kid, you know, what does this kid do? And I've, I'm as the mom of three, and you know, you've had two, they come out. Each one is different. Oh, a little different. They come with from, their own destiny. One, right? Yeah. What are you going to do? You know, Robert, you know, give, give them the, you know, expect everything to be exactly the same and always the same. And you're the only right one who can do it right. No, you're really setting yourself up for failure to do that, in my opinion. Yeah, no, to me, it's about giving them the skills to, to handle all that change, all the turmoil, whatever is going to come. When people come to me and say, I'm going to stay with, for the kids, I go, just save that energy and save that sentiment. It's beautiful. Just use it throughout your co-parenting because there will be moments when you will need to put your ego aside. And this is the part that I am always very blunt about it. And when yeah. my clients come to me and they're like, well, he's messing with me because of this or that or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I go like, wait a minute, let's, let's be honest here. Is that about your children's benefit or is it about your ego? And that's where I had to look at it and go, well, can we still create an environment where our children are happy, even if we cannot spend Christmas together, or we cannot, whatever. Can we still show them it's all good and this is how it works? It was only my ego that was upset about it because I wanted to create this fantastic uh, co-parenting Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? It's not going to happen at this time. Again, I know that we have a long journey. I know that some people just need their adjustment time and then it'll be like, okay, I'm not a threat. Seriously, even if I show up at Thanksgiving. Right, right, right. But it's not my place. It's not my battle to fight that one because it's nothing to do with my children. That's just my ego. So this mm-hmm. to me is when, when it comes to co-parenting, it's like, you are going to need to take deep breaths. I, I breathe deeper on my co-parenting than I ever breathe, even through my childbearing. I was looking for extra. You sucked it all up over there in Hawaii. <laughs> you suck it on the- I'm, I'm there going, just go down <laughs> before you react. Because let's be honest, if you're not with your partner, it's because you don't agree on the majority of things. So that's what's happening now. When it comes to co-parenting, it's almost a reminder of, that's the reason why I'm not good with you. Okay. Now, am I going to take it out on our children? Or am I going to take it out on what a horrible why? person you are? And that, and that is that, that's the caveat, isn't it? Why separate if you're going to still stay fixated on the problem? You know what I say? Huh. Not my problem. Yeah. Not my problem. Oh, no, that's her problem now. Oh, that's not my problem. You know, I, mean, I literally, I literally think that sometimes. And right now, look, I'm 20 years removed from starting co-parenting with my son's ex and my daughter. Now, my second ex, my daughters, um, we had the same as you. We were like, look, this isn't working. We got to do something else. So it was amicable. I've lived both sides of the coin. Um, But what you were saying about co-parenting and people saying, I'm going to stay for the kids. You're all you're doing is just keeping them in the environment, you know, almost keeping them like sticking your kids into the pressure cooker and keeping the button, you know, just keeping it on. When you 
when you co-parent, you are still staying. You're staying from your kid. You're staying for the kids. That's what co-parenting is. You are staying parents together for the kids. You're removing whatever dysfunction is not healthy for them. If you can't show your kids what's right, then at least as far as romance and the intimacy and the marriage part, then, you know, come out of it and show them how to come out of it. Because you're, you're teaching your children. Co-parenting will teach your children how to end a relationship. And not for nothing, it's a 50-50 chance that they're going to end up divorced today. That's the stats today. So if I said to you, okay, the lotto is at 100 million. You got a 50-50 chance of winning. Would you, what are you going to do? You're going to go down and buy a lottery ticket, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Okay. So co-parenting is kind of the same thing. There's a 50-50 chance that your kid is going to end up separated or maybe divorced. So what should you do? You should show them how to do it if you're in that position right now. Yeah. No, absolutely. And, And again, it's all about what are we teaching our children and it's not of a judgment like please i'm the, i'm the queen of you do you whatever Me. works for you yeah. yeah but again it's about giving people awareness because it's been so out of balance for so long mm-hmm. where i don't know how you feel about when you are divorced i don't like being called a single mother because i am not i chose 50 50 custody so for me i am a divorced mother Mm-hmm. That for 50% of my time, I have my children in what I call full-on part-time mom. I mm-hmm. am so on my children that I don't think I could have ever been when I was married. I, it was always like, well, you know, he's got half of it, whatever. Now when I have my children, I'm so focused. I'm so dedicated. I get to do things my way. Mm-hmm. To me, that is beautiful. And it wasn't explained. It was mm-hmm. when I was saying the exact same thing, sentence of, I will stay for the children. This is not so bad. He doesn't abuse me. He's a good man. And yeah. yet there I was every day swallowing yeah. up my energy that was just saying like, but there's so much more out there. This is, this is, this is over. That's it. It simply ended. We mm-hmm. don't need to find any other reasons. But I was like, well, I just stay for the children. And then now seeing the after. And now I am a much better mother. Mm-hmm. I can teach them all about transitions and how to do it. I look back and I go, I really wish that somebody had told me, hey, you're not a single mom. You're not going to be financially um, incompetent unless you want to or you don't really want to learn how to do it. I wish that somebody had told me that because that would have removed a layer of obstacles that honestly, once I faced them, it was like, no, I am a much better mom. I'm a much better partner to my new partner. I'm teaching my children what real love is. Well, yeah. being a strong independent woman is like to me mm-hmm. that there was no room for that in my marriage so again no judgment just letting people know you're not leaving a scenario that doesn't satisfy you to go into mayhem chaos and distress there is right. many other paths and if you look mm-hmm. at Rosalie you look at myself you look at all the other women who are speaking up and saying hey divorce can be a chance to transform for the better co-parenting mm-hmm. can become this trip where honestly Mm-hmm. It's where I work on my ego, egotistical demons. Because it's the mm-hmm. one place where I'm like, yeah, I want it to be my way or the highway. And then it's like, well, <laughs> too bad. Yeah. But you can, you, can make the, you can bridge the gap between a selfish ego and bridge that gap and go over to a high-functioning ego. Because we never fully remove our ego, do we? 
right? So we'll always have it. Yeah. And, um, you know, I think as far as staying with the kids, staying for the kids, your relationship problems, you could stay, go right ahead. But the, your relationship problems will always, it'll just be heavy. It'll take up space in your mind. You're so distracted trying to figure out why this one over here is pissed off about God only knows what. Or I remember one time um, coming home, I think it was like six minutes. I, I got out of work at like 5.30 and then with traffic, I would be home at like six. I remember coming home at six, couldn't wait. To, oh my God, I had such a rough, rough day. Couldn't wait to see my baby. Um, my new baby, by the way, my son was like four months old. So I'm like coming home, I get home. And guess who's pissed off? Cause I was six minutes past six o'clock. So now instead of like you were saying, Instead of enjoying your baby, instead of enjoying your child, instead of being tuned in as a mother, I had to spend, God only knows how long we argued about that. Cause I was like, what are you even talking about? Are you out of your mind right now? You've been with my baby all day. Excuse me. <laughs> I would like to see my child. You know, if you're on some kind of tear, go take it upstairs or whatever. I mean, it was, it, and, and it's funny cause that it's such a small thing, right? But that stuck out to me so is to even now look my son's 23 so 23 years later it's still i can still recount that moment because of what it the effect it had on me and how i'm like this is not this is not good this is not good uh, so again anybody who's watching no judgment stay as long as you need to to figure out that you can't be here anymore or stay as long as you need to to fix it um but one way or another you are you are teaching your kids something and one way or another, you're lovable, you are doing the right thing. I just, as long as we put everything in neutral, that's what I always say. I'm not pro-divorce, pro-marriage. I'm just pro-happy people. As long as you can show up for your children and be present, because I've always described that drain of energy. It was draining my soul. And I see it with so many women that are staying in the marriages and they're going like, well, whatever, we'll just keep doing this. And then there is a, an element of alcohol and an element of medication that I say, well, you, you know what you're putting here, right? So you're bringing this into the equation just to keep this going. Let's just, again, let's be honest. If that's what you want to do, terrific. Mm -hmm. But there is another life. And all There's that I want to... consequence. There's yeah. always a consequence. I, I, you know, and I say this, I say even a feather dropped in a pond creates a ripple. So whatever you're doing, even if you think that it's the most subtle thing to keep the, keep the floodgates from opening in your relationship, it's still affecting things around you that maybe you're not even aware of because you're so bogged down by the problems. But yeah, I mean, I, I definitely think that co-parenting was the right choice for my ex and I. Um, I do want to clarify that you will, like you were saying, someone came in and now your ex has a wife and she wasn't down for it. Ideally, we would meet someone who is down for it, right? <laughs> that's what, that's what we should aim for. Um, like the girl, you know, my daughter's father, I was, I, I literally said to him, look, this is how it goes in my life. Cause my son at that point was eight, almost nine. And I said, this is how our life is. And so I just want to put it out there and let you know, if that's not cool with you, then 
not gonna work. So my family was still my priority. And sometimes, sometimes when people get divorced, they forget to make their, to keep the children as the priority. Um, and I, and I kind of get it. Um, like I said, in this work and dealing with hundreds of men and women um, and helping them through, I know that sometimes I, I don't want to, I don't like to, I don't like to gender bias, but sometimes like a man might not know what to do with the kids. Like if he's coming out of a marriage where the wife did everything. And so he might rush to get someone in there to fill that spot so that he can continue to be a dad or do whatever he was doing. Cause it's, again, we're just trying to latch back onto something that's comfortable and not so scary. Um, but we should always be trying to find people that, that fit in. Um, I don't know how many times I heard of, you know, co-parenting great, 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 great. And then you hit that milestone where you meet people and they literally sabotage the F out of the whole, blow the whole thing up. And nobody, I'm like, what? You, you put in all this work and you literally, like if you had saved up a million dollars and someone came in and took it all, you would let them? <laughs> what? It's the same thing. This is your kids. So no, nobody's sabotaging my anything because I worked for this. And that's I agree. It. And 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 the funniest part of this all is that <laughs> I personally went out with this fantastic man. Everything was like tick, 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 tick. Yeah, yeah. Came my skin trip with my ex and the children, and he went, What the? And I went, uh, what the? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I, this <laughs> is happening. I'm going skin with my yeah. ex. I don't want to go back with him. There is nothing. Can you handle this? Uh, okay, I'll give you time until I come back from my skin trip. Right. You will feel sore. And I say, yeah, that's not gonna work because yeah. me is very important. So the man that is in my life right now, my right. children beyond adore him. He adores my children. He gets along with my ex, the whole shebang. But yeah. again, those are my choices. That's the world that I create. Uh -huh. World, I have no control over it. It's his choices. So yeah. that's the part where, again, we have to do the inner work to say, mm -hmm. I release control. Uh, this is not what we wanted. I had all those feelings of, dude, are you kidding me? Like we mm -hmm. had a divorce that you could write a book about. We've had the best relationship. Everybody's like, how can you guys do this? And then you let this other human come and dictate out of complete nonsense, just literally out of jealousy Wild. and insecurity yeah. and you go with that. Yeah. Hey, if that's still what that person wants to do, that's when you go, okay, what can I control? Oh, I can control my reactions mm -hmm. and I can control how nasty this gets and I can control. So that's again, for me, it's all about always find the choice there's payoff that we we find the payoff within ourselves so if you're allowing someone to come in and disrupt which is again i'm just going to say that it sounds really wild to me every time i hear it because you think of go back and think it through so you had a relationship you had children and i use relationship you know as the neutral word because not everybody's married and divorced and stuff so you had a relationship children came out of it. You absolutely love your children and were worried to go through with breaking up that relationship or the split because you, you were afraid of what it would mean for you as a parent, as a mother to your children or mother or father to your children. Then you, then you get through that, right? Then you co-parent 
and you put in the work and the time and it, and just, and, and like literally, right. Just listening to me say that, does that make you want to protect it? It does me. And, but some people are like, no, I'm going to put someone who knows nothing about my backstory and has no respect for all the work that I just put in, come in and light my house on fire. <laughs> Trust me. That was my first reaction was like, I'm sorry. I don't think that anybody explained to this woman how important it is, how hard we, we work on this. And so I took it up on myself to have a conversation with her and yeah. be like, I don't, I don't know what part you're missing, but I don't want to go back with him ever. Right. I'm right. so happy. I mean, I have the ring. I'm getting married. If COVID hadn't hit, we would right. be like, it was so much. And yet there was no understanding that. So then is where you go, what am I going to do? Fight against this wall every single day or accept the other person, the one and only person that really could control this. And, you know, I've spoken to him and I said, hey, can you make sure that she, it's still like, yeah, it's not going nowhere. Then seriously, right. what do you do? It's like me trying to fight coronavirus. Right. What are we doing here? You know, <laughs> but where it is know that, hey, life was much better before. Yeah. <laughs> I know where we can go and work it. But it's not going to work to control anybody else. So it's, you know, we can only control ourselves and our reactions. And to be honest, I, again, in some mm -hmm. bizarre way, thank the universe for having put this person in my path because it has helped me so much with coaching my clients. Because truth to be told, I had a divorce. That was easy. So when I have my clients that come up to me and say, oh, it's teaching me like, oh, oh, I see now, you know, like how to communicate with someone that is so blocked they're only seeing one thing and you have to now i see now i understand better so i always say like god bless her she's she's giving me money skills everything yeah she made my relationship change but that's okay it's yeah. it was gonna change you know eventually when, when our kids were 18 we were gonna be at this point where it's like okay so i don't talk to you until thanksgiving or whatever so it's it's just about Hey, it's a journey, how easy or how hard that you want to do. And sometimes it's just a matter of sitting down and going, okay, if I go with option number A, this is what happens. Option number B, this is what happens. What about my children? They are collateral here. What's best for them? And then just going with, look, it's best for the children. It's a great exercise on unconditional love. And I totally agree with people that want to stay until they have given 105%. You know, do everything that you can to preserve your marriage or relationship. I'm all about that, unless there's abuse, and then get the fuck out. Excuse me, sorry, Facebook, sorry. Um, <laughs> then get out, and we can have that. You know, we can have a separate conversation about that. But I mean, for, for myself and for my children as well, being like, you know, I like I've said it before. I'm Spanish. Okay, mm -hmm. my background is <laughs> you f with me. Oh, you are with, you know, right, 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 you right. are in danger. Like, I mean, I've never touched anybody physically, but right. spiritually. Yeah, 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 yeah. I will destroy <laughs> you. So knowing that I have, that my children go to them every two weeks and that if I'm sending negative energy, she's going to receive it and she's going to take it out of my children. It's like, you know what? We're going to do it differently. And it's, it's teaching me how to act in a way that honestly is more loving. It's more patient. It's more kind. And I'm sure that I'm, that's what I was talking to you about. That's you're in, you're no longer in like the, I call it the primordial ego. You're high functioning now, right? 
So you're, you've still got an ego because your ego says, I want to protect my children and raise the best kids that I can and be proud of my children and my family. So that's still like a little bit of the ego, but it's a high functioning because you're putting, you're putting the right adjectives and actions into your ego now, right? So the lower, the lower level ego puts the wrong actions and adjectives into it. So, um, yeah, that's amazing. I, I, I just feel like if more people would understand what co-parenting really is, and that's what I'm doing. Like, I'm just trying to turn the volume up so everybody can hear it. That's it. I was sick and tired of reading and seeing and hearing and listening to end the judgments and, you know, the comments and, um, oh, well, you must, you know, and I, I think that we have, I want to say that I want to say this, this is actually triggering a thought in me. So I want to say this to anybody who's listening. If you are listening and maybe you're not a co-parent yet, or you're not fully divorced yet, or maybe you're having trouble in your relationship, or you want to, you're going to fix it and you want to fix it and you have hope for that. Um, just if you know a co-parent, which a lot of us, again, with the odds, you probably do, be kind to them. Don't say things like, well, at least you have them have time to yourself. Well, sure, we do, but we miss our kids. And, you know, you have time to yourself too, because I'm sure you're not with your kid 24-7, 365. So, I mean, I'm sure when they're, you know, like, I always, I always like to bounce the married people memes off of the brains of someone I'm talking to. And I say, you know, there's, you look in the married space and you see it's like, can I get a break from my kids? Out of my kids, am I driving me nuts? And date nights, and let me get out of here. So, I mean, we're living that, right? We have that. We don't have to ask anyone's permission. We don't have to hire babysitters. And we can, yes, we can take guilt free time to ourselves. But that doesn't mean we don't miss our kids because we do. You know, we're still parents. And don't say things like, um, oh, you're, you know, you're, I'm not a, I'm not a 50% mom. So I have things to do. Like, don't say stuff like that because it, we're not 50% moms. We're hundred percent moms. And again, let me just revert back to, uh, if I was married, you know, uh, still married to my ex, I would like leave my house without my children sometimes. So does that mean that the second I step out of the, <laughs> out of the door, I'm not a mom anymore? No, it doesn't. So those are ridiculous things that, again, I'm trying to change those narratives and build the sensitivity to families because we, you know, we deserve it. Just like married parents deserve breaks. Yeah. You know, co-parents deserve a, a little consideration and a little uh, pat on the back for being able to co-parent. Well, that's, that's a whole new episode to talk about the things to say and not say to people who are divorced mm -hmm. or right. who are in the process. I actually, I am gobsmacked with the shit that people say. And it's like, yeah, what you're saying, that's why I was saying to you, you know, at the beginning, if people will to give me shit about my, my co-parenting and I'm like, but look at your parenting. Yeah. You may be married, but that doesn't make it any better. So let's just respect each other. Let's just yeah, support each other. You know what being I said? Married is just as beautiful as me divorced, as long as we're being the best version that we can possibly be. Really? And understand that everybody's on this journey. I may be on my co-parenting journey where it's going a little bit sideways. You may be in your co-parenting journey when it's now finally going full steam ahead. Somebody mm -hmm. may be on their journey of maybe I need to leave my husband. Let's just let's just all just support each other and say, hey, 
Right. You're doing the best that you can. And that's yeah. it. And that's where, you know, when we talk in conversations like today with Rosalie, I really want you to understand there are many ways to skin this cat. Just make sure that you keep on bringing it to that, to what's best for my children. How can mm -hmm. I love them better? And you'll always find a way. And, you know, we, today we were super honest. We told you it started bad and it changed better. Or it started good, it changed to worse. Yeah. It's all good. We're still, look at us. We're still fabulous, smiling, <laughs> and uh, loving our children. And our children are beyond functional, fantastic humans. So, Rosalie, is there anything else that you would like to let our people know before we go and before you let them know how to find you and what it is that you offer us? Yes, so I am the founder of the Co-Parenting Collective. Uh, as I said, I'm a mom of three and I'm a co-parenting expert. So um, I coach people on how to co-parent and anyone can find me. Um, we've got the co-parentingcollective.com and uh, yeah, that's where you can find me and I don't, you know, talk to me or just Yes. I'm super, ca I'm super casual. Um, I try to answer every single DM, even if it takes me <laughs> a little while. So be patient if you reach out. Um, but yeah, I'm here. I'm here for it. I'm here for anyone who wants to know anything about any struggle whatsoever with co-parenting. I, I, I got an answer. It's not a one size fits all, but I'm sure that I can give you an idea of something to, to help. And I encourage everybody to definitely follow her, the Co-Parenting Collective. Grab out your phones right now and follow because I always think that it's so important to be inspired and to see how other people are doing what you may have thought that society said, no, that doesn't exist. No, it actually exists. And Rosalie does an amazing job at showing all of it. And man, if you- I, I like to say the good, we, we, we tackle the good, the bad, and what the F's in between. All of it. <laughs> There you have it, the whole spectrum. The whole spectrum. Yes. So <laughs> There's do, nothing I haven't heard. <laughs> do go there. Um, very often we play our own Instagram feed of horror stories in our head. No, go and see what's really go happening. Go and see what's really happening, yeah. yeah. And I love bringing the experts. So we just spent almost an hour uh, talking no. to you. Yeah, I know, this is my no. I know, it's oh almost my like, God. oh, it's just going to be 30 minutes and then oh. we start talking and it's so awesome. But I love people getting to know you better. So now they're like, Rosalie, I need to talk to you. I'm having this issue or how do you do this? Please do reach out and know that, again, we are women who don't judge. We are women who just yeah. want to help in this process and want to let you know that the paradigm is changing and it's changing every day. So In a good way, yes. You guys <laughs> loved it. So please do follow Rosalie, the Co-Parenting Collective. I'll put it on the notes. Just go there and start getting the information that, yes, it's, it's changing. You can have a beautiful quarantine experience yes. without your spouse. Um, again, we both are talking about how we find new people. And then it's, it's such a fun journey. If, yeah, you'll have your bumps, but that's life, okay? Thank you so much, beautiful. Thank you so much. I'm going to say, everybody, I'll see you next week. I'll bring you another amazing, beautiful, fun expert. So thank you, Rosalie. Awesome. Thank you.